Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Kathy Bush from Hub's Voice, our guest this segment. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. I tell you, it's a beautiful day, and um, it's a month also, I think, um, I, we really need to focus in on it's uh, Domestic Violence Month. Yes. All right. You're with Hope's Voice. First of all, let's go back, Kathy. What is Hope's Voice? Well, Hope's Voice is the um, local domestic violence and sexual assault program. We're offering services in both Knox and Davies counties. So we do a lot of um, different services. We do case management. Um, we do. We have um, therapy for clients, and then we also have support groups. Those are uh, with our gra- grass sister group, Grasshopper Group. So we do um, a lot of services to help survivors. We also do work in stalking and human trafficking. Those are other areas that we um, have expertise in and help help survivors. Wow! You know, in a perfect world, you should be home reading a book or just yep. relaxing. But unfortunately, it just seems like I don't. Th- I'm gonna just say, you know, b- between domestic violence and human trafficking, and you know, these are just problems that we just can't seem to go go away. No, we try really hard. We do a lot of prevention efforts to prevent violence, and hopefully, some of those are working. And hopefully, someday we will see where this is not a problem. That's always been my goal. I've worked in the field for 26 years helping survivors, so I always hope someday I'll have to look for a different kind of work. Uh, yeah. Okay, but I'm not going to dwell on the negative because we're just going to go with straight facts, and that's probably will be a little negative, but I think it's we really need to understand. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Domestic Violence Month. Um, when we talk about domestic violence, it's more than physical abuse, isn't it? It is. Most people just think of physical. They think of broken bones, black eyes, and that is common. We do see, we do have in physical injuries. I don't want to take from that, but the most common really is the more emotional abuse that someone is dealing with. Um, and clients have even came to us before and told us some different things they're experiencing, and they've said, well, I don't know if I qualify because I'm not physically hit and so we talk about there's lots of different types there's emotional abuse there's financial abuse there's using the children that usually happens when the parties separate there's just so many different types uh, not just the physical last time you were on I'll never forget it because uh, we did it we recorded the program we played it back during the playback I got a phone call and it was from a gentleman he said Ed you missed the boat I go what's that he goes Men, there's men can be physically abused too. Yes. And and I apologize. I mean, I assumed and, and I totally wrong. So what did I do? I went on the internet and looked up and I'll be darned. It's we see it on the other side too, don't we? We do, Ed. Um, one in four women and one in seven men have been victims. So we do offer services to males as well. They can get the same services that we offer. So we are very aware of that, and we do offer services as well. Well, I do apologize. I mean, it's like uh, just a uh, that was a total error on my part because I've always just focused in on the abuse of women because that's why it used to be when we first started, but. Abuse is abuse. Yes. Okay. Yes. How, oh gosh, I don't know how to say this, but do we have a tendency to see the same people coming back and back? And I don't want to say, well, repeats. 
Well, that is a good question, Ed, because in the cycle is, you know, there's a cycle to it. There's also some dynamics that are difficult. So usually a person will leave and go back 9 to 11 times before they're able to actually get out and be on their own. There's lots of barriers. There's financial barriers when you get out. Um, housing is a huge, huge issue, trying to find housing. Um, and just being fearful, being fearful. Your abuser has told you that they're going to kill you if you try to leave. And that is a big fear why people don't leave. So any reason why someone doesn't leave or they go back is valid, um, but it takes it's a process. It's not usually a one-time thing. You leave and you're able to get out. You run into a lot of barriers. And we're always there just to pick up where we left off because we understand that people you know, do leave and go back. But we'll pick up right where we left off if someone comes back to see us. Okay, now do you get into a lot of he said, she said, I can't leave because it's my word against his word, you know. If there's a threat made or whatever, I mean. I'm not so sure about that. That might be more when they are with law enforcement. Maybe the he said, she said situation. We, you know, our clients come to us and they tell us what happened. So we believe them what they tell us. Um, we don't have to investigate or anything like that. They tell us and we believe we believe what they what they say. Okay. So um, there's no demographics to this. I mean, age-wise race, economic status, there are no boundaries, are there? No boundaries. It can happen to any, like you said, any any age, any race, any ethnicity. However, there is a higher rate, though, in a certain age range, and that is in a certain gender. Females, 18 to 25, do experience higher rates. Okay, all right. Uh, is that because maybe it's just there's a lot more stress at that age? I don't know if it's stress. They're younger. They know new relationships, getting into relationships. Um, and then sometimes, you know, um, when you're a little bit older, you just kind of stay in that relationship. You've invested so many years. It's still probably going on, but you invested a lot of years. And so they're not coming to us. They're not seeking help. So we don't really know about about those cases. But we do see a higher rate in sexual assault, too, in the, in the younger age range, 18 to 25. Well, here comes the... Uh nosy neighbor in me but i mean i think if you are a neighbor if you are a friend and you suspect something and of course when you try to accuse them of course they become defiant no 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 but when you know but it's you know you're right what can i do as a neighbor a friend a co-worker or somebody on the outside a bystander we yes um that is a tough one because it is not a private matter it is a public health matter and we do encourage people to step up if they see someone being injured um and you know maybe if they need help call call help for them call law enforcement you can if you do have a friend or family member that you know is in need encourage them give them the hotline number to call us we do like to have uh the survivors call us directly we like to talk to them we don't want them to be forced to come to see us by any friends or family or any agencies we want to ha have them come on their own free will but give them that number and hopefully they'll you know help them reach out if they need help getting a ride to come see us that's very can be very helpful and then there's the trickle down effect if kids are involved yes i mean and, and maybe a teacher notices a child just seems to be somewhere else Yes. Yeah, I mean, and that's where, again, it just really, really gets bad, doesn't it? It does. For statistics-wise, 1 in 15 children are exposed to violence in their home, um, and 90% of these children are witnessing what's happening. So it's so sad um, that they're witnessing it. Um, you know, they have to live with after effects 
they might not see everything happen right when it does, but they might hear it. And certainly they're going to see things in the morning, the aftermath of the houses is torn up if mom has a black eye or mom's crying they're going to feel those after effects so they need help too and we offer services for children as well we do our counseling for victims and their children if um if they're in if they want to take advantage of the the services we offer counseling you know we say that uh, october is domestic violence awareness month that should be every month it should be every day it's every, every day, day yeah. it's every day for us we're always educating we're always teaching people we do a lot of education and training with law enforcement with health care providers with teachers just so like you said so teachers can see the signs so they know if maybe um, a child is is living in a home like that so we we just kick it up a notch and we do some extra events in october fun things too to make you know the awareness more fun so but every day we have to go out there and educate people you know we see what isaiah house is doing yes you know because they get a lot of those kids who are involved yes i mean you know there are avenues but really it's the core is in the family yes. okay and this is not a, a problem that you know every once in a while somebody will lose their temper you know i might get mad at you kathy and say yeah. kathy you should have done it and you'll get mad at me but that's the end of it yeah and then we move on and we're fine but then there's the ones who just keep turning up the heat. Yeah, there's yes, there's a little difference. We, you know, people have conflict in relationships. People argue, um, and people, you know, some situations where there are toxic relationships where people just are physical to each other. But in a true domestic violence situation, one party is trying to have power and control over the other person, controlling everything they do, who they talk to, where they go. So their power and control is the element that's there if it is a is a domestic situation. Situation. Yeah, it's it's just really uh, it's sad. It's it, sad. It it's a tough topic to talk about. But again, we want people to be aware of. I guess are there warning signs we could look out for? Maybe get an idea. I mean, of course, you could physically see abuse. Sure, sure. Um, I think for maybe for people that are getting a new relationship, there's some warning signs. If you know that relationship is rushed way too fast. And when you get into these relationships, you might not see it because everything looks so wonderful. It's, you know, they, we have a term we call love bombing where they just make you feel wonderful. I always say it feels like you've met Mr. Right or Mrs. Right and everything's so great at the beginning. But then slowly you can start seeing signs. And sadly, when you're in that relationship, you're kind of intoxicated by that. You don't see it, but your friends and family can. They're seeing red flags pop all over. And so usually it's our friends and family that start seeing seeing those red flags. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I saw a Dr. Phil episode. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but I watched it. Sure. Okay. It was, it was on this. And she, he had on a, a psychologist. And I remember her saying this line. And it stuck with me. And I don't think, I don't know if it's right or not, but she says, once an abuser, always an abuser. That's pretty strong. That is pretty strong. That puts a pretty big label. I would think that maybe once an abuser, they could always become a continue. I mean, I mean, it's just it's a pattern, isn't it? It is a pattern, Ed. We do see, um, a, you know, sometimes this different victims with the same abuser. It it is very hard to change that behavior. Um, if you're, you know, usually have a narcissistic personality, people that are abusive and 
they tend to, um, you know, have different victims, go from one victim to another, and they kind of seek out vulnerable people that are, are their victims. It's really hard to change. I don't want to say people could never change, but if you want to change the behavior, be a better partner, be a better parent, you have to do a lot, a lot of work to be able to be a safe person to be around and to to get help. So it could, I don't want to say it couldn't happen, but it takes a lot of work. How much does heredity play a part in this? I don't mean, I mean, if you grew up in a violent home mm-hmm. and and you got older and you think that's the way life is. Yes. Well, if you're not born that, it's not hereditary, it's not okay. in your blood, but it is a learned behavior. Okay. And so you do learn that that's how you treat your partner you learn that that's how you're as a as the victim that that's how you're to be treated and so you do carry on that cycle because it it is a cycle that's happened in the generation and it does carry over from family to family so you got to break the cycle that's why we do prevention efforts that's you know why we talk to people so they can break those cycles kathy what do you want people to get out this month well i just want them to realize you know first of all all the services we're really out there trying to uh, let people know about all the services that we have, how we can help people. Can you name some? Could you name some? Sure. We talked about our um, counseling um, in our case management. So with case management, we do help with housing. We help with employment. We help with um, if they need to um, get their kids enrolled in school or any kids needs they might have child care needs for their kids. We can help them look for resources. We might help them with getting to a shelter or a safe place to stay. Uh, we don't have a local shelter, but we have lots of alternatives uh, um, for to help someone get to a safe place if they need to be to a safe place. And then we have our support groups. Those are fairly new, and those are through the Grasshopper Group with our licensed therapists. So those are on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We have two support groups in Knox County, and then we also have one in Davies. So we uh, you know, hope people will start attending those. Those are very good, the support groups that we have. Good. All right. Now you got a fundraiser coming up. Yes, we do. It's um, We have, I want to say this is our eighth or ninth year. We used to do it in person, Dining for Hope. So we had to switch it during COVID to Bidding for Hope, and we kept it for one more year it's an online auction so we have been getting lots of sponsorships from area businesses and lots of donations from lots of businesses for our auction um we're really excited it's going to start on october 20th and it's going to run for a whole week till the next friday so you can go online if you follow our facebook page hope's voice of knox and davies county you can find the link and then we have the purple pink purple flyers up all over town that you have a qr code you can scan it and it'll take you directly to the auction. So we're really excited. We have some great, great packages to bid on. Right, right. And where does this money go? It just goes back to help our program. Help. Um, we don't know, um, you know, wherever we have a need for, um, it's going to help us. We do have some transitional apartments that we um, have now. That's a new through our housing grant. So. And we were talking about maybe getting some new uh, furnishings for that. So we don't know yet, but we'll put it to good use in, in one of our programs where there's a need. Okay, all right. Human trafficking, and I, and I think we need to at least touch a little bit on it. And all I want to do more than anything is just say that it's everywhere. It's even in Vincent, Indiana. It is. It really is. And it, I just like to explain to people because they think it's like something in a border community or a third world country. It's not. If it's a minor and a minor is, if there's an exchange, any kind of goods for sexual relations, that is considered human trafficking. So if it's an adult, um, there has to be force, fraud, or coercion, and um, it's considered hum- human trafficking. So it is very common. It's a crime. 
It is a crime. It's a felony. Yes. Okay. It I'm just going to say it. This this is not a this is a major major problem and is a major major felony. Yes. I mean, these people will do jail time. Yes, they 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 do. And um it is um just something that we help with. We've had a, we've had a, some clients that have came to us before actually and have been kind of stuck here. You don't always have to travel, but we have had people that have traveled through with their traffickers and they have been dropped off here um and we've We've helped them because they were sick and their things were happening with them. So we've helped help them. But um, we um, we we can do lots of services for for victims. We, is it hard to catch them? The traffickers? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is um, because you know it, I I don't know. I can't really answer that. But I'm sure it, it is difficult. It's hard for the victims too because they don't always necessarily come forward to us. Even with information, we can see the signs. We know what's going on. They tell us some bits and pieces, but they don't always tell us, you know, the whole story when that's a trafficking situation. Yeah. So it's a difficult if case all, all around to help with. See, and I think it's really a challenging case because we think, okay, human trafficking, who around our town in our area would do it? Well, no, no, no. It's national, you know. Yeah. It could be, these kids could be from Tupelo, Mississippi or yeah. somewhere. I mean, it's just, it's really a challenge. And now Hope's Voice involved with it. I mean, that's... Yeah. We ha actually we're having a training tomorrow. Staff is having a training from uh, the ITVAP, um, Indiana Victims Trafficking Assistance Program. They're coming to do some training with us, so we always stay updated on things. We also follow the Polaris Project. It's a national organization uh, that they're experts on trafficking, and they have lots of information on their page. It dispels a lot of myths. There's a lot of myths. The one big one that comes to mind is this white van in the Target parking lot. People tend to think that... You know, people are getting kidnapped in Target parking lots in white vans with no windows, and that's really a myth. Traffickers drive all kinds of cars, all kinds of vehicles, um, so um, dispelling the myths is important, and they do a great job on their on their page. Yeah, Dateline did one on them, and, and you know, a lot of these guys have two, three-piece suits. Yeah. I mean, businessmen, yes. big case, you know, and, and the children who are involved, they look like they're your everyday run-of-the-mill kid correct correct you'd be surprised so yeah. it is it is definitely but they do say though that this is a high traffic area where traffickers do travel through and it used they used to say Dayton Ohio was one of the areas of the highest trafficking area in the country so not too far from us no no okay well anyway just another challenge for Hope's voice yeah you, you have enough challenges oh we sure do <laughs> I'd like to put Kathy out of business. I would. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So I'm really glad you are in business because yes. a lot of people could use you. Now, if 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 you really, really are listening and you have a problem, you, you feel like you're being abused, mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever, and you got to make that first call. Yes. Call Hope's Voice. What's that number? We have a 24-hour hotline, 24-7 hotline, and it's 812-899-HOPE, which is 812-899-4673. So you can always reach an advocate um, if you're in a situation where there's intimate partner violence. We're always there to help talk. And then our, our advocates on the phone hotline, especially on weekends, evenings, they can help you get hooked up. If you say you need a protective order, we do protective orders. If someone is that, they can help you get hooked up with an advocate, can help you the next day. You know, and you're not alone in this. I no. mean, I mean, people go through this. Yes. People you probably know are, are 
you, they're your friends you don't even know it so many friends I personally work in the field and I still have friends and family and different people that have been in, in these situations so it could happen to anybody people feel like they're a failure don't they they do they do feel like a, they have lots of emotions surrounding it but they shouldn't be embarrassed or ashamed because it happened it could happen to anyone you know people feel like oh I, I was I failed I failed yeah I feel I feel and it's no you didn't no you didn't no. all right so if you want more information on domestic violence awareness month and I know they could call you and get it if they want to go to a site, do you have any that you would recommend? We do have our own. Uh, we have a Facebook page now, okay. and we have a, we, our Facebook page. And then there's also a link going to be a link on there to our um, web page. We have a really good web page. Good, good. Um, I believe it's hopesvoiceindiana.org, um, but it will be. There's a link on our Facebook page. So that's a newly formed. So I hope I gave that right address. But you can get lots of info, lots of stats. And you can also reach out um, for help on there. So Okay, and once again, Help the Fundraiser kicks off October 20th. Yes. And um, all the money goes to Hope's Voice, do great work. And what are some of the items? Oh, some of the items are just some, like, date night package with a nice restaurant, our fine dining restaurant, movies. There's... Um, all kinds of like self-care items good good there's just so much um you're, i think people are going to be be impressed with some of the items that we have yeah, okay all right so there you go again it opens up on october 20th it yes. runs one week right yes and i didn't mention ed the day before that on 10 19 is purple thursday so we encourage everyone to wear purple that day it's a national event wear purple take your picture and you can send that to us you can post on our facebook or you can send to me my email cbush at, at cfsindiana.org get that sent to me we'll get your uh, picture posted you're showing support for survivors by wearing purple that day oh kathy always great to see you great information and uh continue great luck with this well thank you thanks for having me today all right stay tuned midday edition is coming up next on waov have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Vincent City Councilman Brian Grove, our guest this segment. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Ed. How, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. Beautiful fall morning. I love it. This, uh, is, this is my type of weather. You know what? It's almost like the prelude of big things to come. Yes. I mean, it's going to be really, uh, it's always busy. It just seems like here we got a couple of weeks just kind of regroup and then we're at it again yep okay. yeah everything kind of slows down for a little bit and then everybody's ramping up uh, let me let's start with the food trucks and i okay. and i know we've kind of that's kind of calmed down a little bit now it's it, it, there's an occasional food trucks out there right so it, it is really an odd time for food trucks and we have learned over the five six years that we've been doing this that up to september is fantastic and then 
the first of October, it's like somebody turns the faucets off. And we have learned that in the past. Um, this year we tried something different. Um, we, we still, because the, the food trucks that are members, they pay one fee and they can come every week. And those, those trucks that have chosen to do that, they said, hey, we want to try it out. You know, because it has been several years since we've been down there the month of October. And so they've tried to be down there. Um, we had a donor step up and do a ban for last Monday. Um, but this previous Monday, uh, we haven't had music down there so uh next monday will be basically the same as this week just a few trucks down there but then we're gearing up yeah like you said well and i think people need to realize that the food trucks are great but it's more than the food trucks it's the atmosphere it, it's yeah, an I, event i it, mean it, it really I mean, is the music is great we got yeah. great musicians by the way oh my gosh if you, if you don't know how good our local musicians are you know and, and, and they're all great all terrific they all are talented they all could play and you know what they enjoy playing they do and the, most of them have said we would pay, play for free if we had to oh but, remember that uh, yeah and uh you know we've had a lot of them and we we seek out those places tanya and i love to go listen to live music and used to we had to go to bloomington or evansville because they just it just wasn't happening around here the restaurants and stuff they didn't get the idea of hey if i have a live band here people will come and listen and it has really caught on love going out to kelso's every friday night and there's always a good band out there and like you said this local talent is absolutely amazing you sit and listen to alexia and bill and randy and and all those oh, guys the coat knees are great i'm, I mean, I'm telling you you, you you sit there and you think why aren't they on a record well they have they have jobs too so and they <laughs> oh, you know yeah. they they just enjoy music and they it shows yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you can watch Alexia sing and then maybe see her in the mercy room the next night. Exactly. I mean, just, <laughs> and she's excellent at both. Yeah, so, she is. Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, it's Great. just a joy I, to I can still call her a kid because I remember when she was a kid. So, <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> you know what? And this happened years ago. My, uh, my son went to Kentucky Wesson uh, to college in Owensboro. You know, and you've ever been on the riverfront there in Owensboro. Oh, it my gosh. It is terrific. It is. It is. But you know what? We're not at that level, but I'm starting to see a little bit of that kind of flavor with the river, the bands, the, the, the everything, and the yeah. atmosphere. Now, like I said, don't um, don't quote me saying Ed says we're in another Owensboro. No, we're not. But you know what? You could take an idea, and it almost looks like we're, we're, we're headed that way. We're teetering. Yes, it, we it, are. It really I mean, is. I mean, yeah. if you've been to Owensboro, you know what I mean. It's just... Yeah. It's a scene. And, you know, and I, I think that's the key to success is people going out of town. And you, you always say, let's keep it all local, keep it all local. But almost all these ideas come from somebody going, the, the witches on bikes. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to the organizers at, at that. That event came from somebody going out west and doing a ride in, I think it was Colorado or one of those gorgeous places out there. And they brought it back home. So those those ideas that you know come from other events, they're not stealing it. They're just bringing it home, right? And 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 bringing it here, and that's that's what gets these things going. It really is, right? Right. And so I mean, you could have an idea, and you just grow on it. You know, yeah. two years ago was the food trucks as big as they are now? No, but because we've grown, mm -hmm. we've grown. We've added more trucks. We've added more events. Yeah. I mean, the riverfront is now a place that things happen. Yeah, and it's gorgeous I down mean, there. It, is. it, it really it is. is. Yeah. I mean, it's just and and um, you know, 
kudos to everybody who have who's been down there and made that a yes. spot, a yep. place to go. Um, also, the food trucks. I got to ask you. This year was probably the biggest variety year that you've ever had. I mean, you had so much different variety. It, yeah, if you couldn't find something that you liked, you weren't looking down there because. Ooh. And I know they have dwindled uh, over the last few weeks, but the Halloween bash, I expect to have twelve trucks down there. All right, then let's, I, yeah, that's my next question. Let's yeah. talk about the Halloween bash. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Give me the details. Give me the details. This, yeah, this is the exciting stuff because uh, this is Tanya's pride and joy because uh, <laughs> she started the first year with this idea, and I was like, I don't know, it's 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 cold, uh, you know, Halloween time. But people come out. She she puts together a really cool uh, costume competition. Um, all the trucks come back. Even even uh, the uh, ice cream trucks yeah. are down there. I don't care if it's thirty degrees, but they're they're still down there. Um, but we'll we'll have registration uh i believe it starts at six o'clock what day is this on it's monday the 23rd monday the 23rd monday the 23rd so not this coming monday this coming monday will be another light monday down there but then october 23rd we didn't want to take up uh pe people's trick-or-treating on uh, halloween eve uh which would have been the, the that monday right um we wanted to have just a dedicated event so people can kind of warm up their costumes and get them ready to go for the following week um, but registration starts at six judging starts at seven and then uh awards will be at eight and i'm telling you what some of these awards are crazy. Uh, Texas Roadhouse, I mean, they did a couple of dinners for two and, and lots of, a, a whole package put together. The original company, they stepped up huge. They did uh, Six Flags tickets, Holiday World tickets. Um, uh, the uh, Old Town Groomers do the pet, pet uh, award. Megan and Kimmy over there are awesome. Every, every year they step up and do a really nice uh, dog, cat, lizard, whatever you want to bring and, and uh, dress them up. Uh, they do a really good award. And AMC does a family package. I'm telling you, it, it is worth coming down there, put a costume on, and you never know. The, the judges are pretty tough, but, uh, you know, the, it, you got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm thinking 12 trucks. 12 trucks. I think 12 trucks uh, on the 23rd. So there'll be a great opportunity to, to eat, show off your costumes, and listen to and music. Every band that plays down there will play that night. So it's it's really cool. What we are start, the hours? What are the hours? Uh, it's from five to eight. Uh, the last one went till probably nine o'clock because the band starts playing, and then you know they all play separately for about an hour, and then at the end, they, and I can't guarantee this, but it just depends on how how the how the night goes, and then they'll all all play something together. It's it's worth coming down and seeing. Bring a chair. You know, we'll we'll have all the table. We haven't been setting out a lot of tables, but just because the crowd hasn't been there. But that night, we'll have all the tables out. Um, bring your lawn chair. Bring a blanket. The the hillside there is is really cool to sit on. That's where Tanya and I will go sit on the wall or throw really? a blanket out. It's really cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, anyway, it's it's exciting. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, and it'd be cool, and that's fine. It, it's fall. Come on, folks. <laughs> get out. Get put, out. Put your coat on. Come out. And, and you know, it is Indiana. It could be 80 degrees down there. <laughs> that man. You never you never know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, again, and that, now we're to the point where we're at the uh, uh, specials, the events. Yes. Okay, not the everydays. It's the events. And I think, in the one, we have more toward Christmas also, or 
Or is this the last one for the year, do you think? Or This is the last food truck event for, for the, the year. year. For okay. the year. Oh, I think we now, do on a New Year's. No, or Christmas, or no? No, not really. Okay. Um, we do. Um, Carson Thacker does another Halloween bash, I think. Uh, I don't want to say the wrong day, but look it up. Make sure you, you look that up. I meant to get one of his flyers and bring it in, but I think it's the 27th, uh-huh. um, and he'll have food trucks for that event, I'm sure. They do. Man, I, I don't want to go into his stuff, but I think they do like bounce houses and stuff like oh, that on Main Street. They they <laughs> do it they do a lot and they do it right. Um, but it's kind of like that when Hart Street stopped doing their um, safe stop safe safe stop. He kind of picked it up and moved it down to Main Street. Of course, his business is down there, right? Um, but um, it, it it is kind of made it uh, a Main Street thing, right? Right, and you can actually move around without the traffic. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Although I did like the Main Street. I mean, I mean the uh, Hart Street. I was, I was always be- amazed because to shut down the biggest thoroughfare through town and have you know, a couple thousand kids walking and you think, how do does nobody get hurt? And that's because we got great uh, first responders out there that were stopping traffic and making sure everything was good. Okay, let's take a break. We'll have right. more with Brian after this on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Back on the morning chat with Ed Ballinger on WAOV. Vincent City Councilman Brian Grove, our guest segment. Normally, City Council would have met last night, but of course, it was a holiday. So, uh, you're meeting on Wednesday. Meeting on Wednesday, okay. yeah. Chambers are tied up tonight um, because the county council uses our chambers, so we had to move it to Wednesday. Okay, all right. Um, not much on the agenda? Or did you not know? much. Uh, we're continuing the, uh, we'll have second and third readings of the water department um, bond, uh, which we, we approved first reading and then, uh, the budget we'll have first reading on the budget, which is, you know, probably the most important thing we do all year. Um, and then, uh, other than that, that's pretty much all there is. There's, there's another water department, uh, ordinance on, but it's, you know, just a state thing that we have to clean up some, some paperwork there. So, uh, that's it. I had Kurt on Friday and I'm like a kid in a candy store talking about that tower. I am so <laughs> I'm so fascinated by it. I mean, I am, you know, I've named it. I've named the tower. What is it? What's the name? I call it Alice Tower. Alice Tower. Hey, that's a great name for it. I yeah. liked it. I yeah. Kurt goes, oh, I, I go, oh, yeah, let's call it Alice Tower. Yeah. All yeah. right. But anyway, I, I, I'm excited for the next stage. I just, the I tank. don't know. I, I don't know why, because I've never seen it done before. Maybe that's it. So I remember when they did the, the one out at um, the armory, the armory, and I watched it go up. Because uh, I lived out in that area, and that was just a spectacle. And this, this is, I mean, to see the progress from the ground up, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really it, is. It is. And you know what? So this is to me, and this goes way off what we're talking about, folks. And I do apologize. <laughs> but if you go on, um, oh, gosh, what is that road? Oh, Beer House Boulevard. And you look at that tower, you swear it's across the street 
from the high school. Yes. You, you, you do. You don't you, realize how much that robe bends. bends. You that. don't. And yeah. you know, and it's, there's not a straight shot down Hard Street. No. Nope. Why well, I always thought it's a straight shot. No, it's not, Ed. No. <laughs> I mean, it's just. It is. You look out there and you think, what? How did. I thought that was by Lincoln. And yeah. you get out. It is. It, it is. is. You know, and it's just like, wow. Yeah. But, and it, the, the size of it, you know, oh. you don't realize until you get up there. I don't want to call it a Death Star. That yeah. would not be good. But, <laughs> no. But, but I'm a Star Wars freak, you know, no. it's big, and <laughs> so. But Kirk's proud of it. Oh, we of course, all... he's proud of everything in the water department, and, yeah. and rightfully so, but, wow. you know, any new project, that's his little baby. Well, and... this is a major, major project, yeah. though, and it's yeah. going to be a, a well, welcome addition. And, yeah, and, and I've had a lot of people ask, why do we need another water tower? We got, well, it's called expansion. It is. And getting sources to people in need is what that group does, mm-hmm. and um, they don't look at today. They look at 10 and 20 years from now what is it going to take to make vincent's water department run efficiently and they do a great job right you know and so i mean i think it's needed and looks cool it is (laughs) okay all right well anyway that's just one of the things (laughs) that just kind of you mentioned the budget and yeah. I resigned. I know we have hammered this thing till it doesn't walk anymore. Sure. I, I understand that. But that's how important it is. It is. It's, it's important it, for a few reasons. Number one, without a doubt, take care of your city employees. Definitely. And I think we have we have shown a track record of doing that over I, – I, I can only speak for the eight years I've been in there. We've given raises every year. Um, but this year is, is kind of a special year because – the entire time, it's like, how can we do something more for our public service people, the public safety people? And this year, we've done it. We are doing it. And um, the and all the employees are getting a 6% raise. Um, That's great. It is great. And it's, uh, it is deserved. There is not an, a city employee that doesn't deserve that 6% raise. So wish it can be more. But, you know, it is steps in the right direction, and uh, there, there's lots of things in that budget that are exciting, um, but the raises are the most excitement. Right. And that, you, you got to remember, all that money, you know, it stays in the community. So the, it's, it's going to them, but they're, they're going to have money to spend, so get ready. <laughs> well, the thing is also, uh, in this day and age where there's a lot of businesses looking for workers, yeah. You know, at least the city of Vincennes can say, hmm, we take care of ours. And and I've already seen it. We are keeping people and people that were, uh, and, and they would call and say, hey, you know, what's on, what's on the horizon? And, and are we going to see improvements? Because I've got this person looking at me. Should I send my application in? And all we could say in the past was we're trying, we're, we're doing what we can. But this year, I think we've kind of, put our money where our mouth is and and we've we've done what needed to be done to keep our employees in vincennes and uh hopefully happy and i think the big thing on the budget that will be reflected will be the lit decks yes without a doubt i mean that without it none of this happens nope and i think people need to understand that they're saying well, we're paying for it. Yeah, but you're also paying for a lot of things. Here. And Ed, I, I've really, I haven't had anybody. Oh, I don't that, think so either. Yeah, I, I just don't think people understand um, public safety. They really do. And it, no, it's not something you want to pay for, but I will pay for it. It's just like putting gas in your tank. You, it's not something you you want, but you need it. And we're fortunate to have what we have here. And I think the agreement with the hospital was ideal. 
you know, and I think, you know, we're seeing growth on every end. I, you know, my only concern when this started, and I was on record of saying that was, could you find the employees to man that? Mm. And the answer is yes. Well, and the key is you pay them a fair salary and you can recruit those people. And I, you know, I've seen all those people that left town that was on, on, you know, an ambulance before and they left most of them purely for, to make a better life for their family because they couldn't. And now that the, you know, the uh, municipalities have taken it over and running it out of the Good Samaritan uh, with the benefits packages that Good Samaritan offers and the salaries, and uh, that's how they're, they're staffing that. There's no other, no other doubt about it. You offer people the right salary and they'll, they'll come work for you. Again, that was my biggest surprise. Yeah. I have no surprise that we'll get the fire department full staff and the police department. I mean, that, but getting those those workers, yeah. you know, in that field, which is a very stressful field. It is. But, I mean, it was like, no problem. No. But it took it from a, a and i, I got to be careful, it took it from maybe a part-time or a second job, you know, because they just weren't making enough to support a family to, hey, I can do this as a career, what it should be. I, you know, mm -hmm. most of those have, they've gone to school to do what they do, and now they can make a career out of it instead of. And then some know. of them do doubles just to, hey, you oh, know, sure. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're good at that. They're young, Ed. Yeah, no, <laughs> you no, know, no, two oh, jobs is nothing no, <laughs> to them. No, so. but we appreciate them, believe <laughs> we, me. We do. We appreciate them. And, and like I said, I think the whole agreement with the hospital and how it's grown we've gone what to our fourth ambulance is that right yeah, yeah we have i mean four I, ambulances up and running we're, I mean, we're looking at getting i feel a fifth safe ambulance. yeah i feel safe i do okay but anyway that played a big part in the budget you know and the other thing is and please everybody understand this we have department heads who are really really smart they get it yeah they get it they don't ask for a pie in the sky. I mean, they know what they need to get the job done. They do. And they utilize what they have to the fullest. And they take care of their equipment. We're not replacing stuff every year and doing a lot of maintenance on things because these department heads, they take care of their their stuff. So we appreciate that. Just um, listen to Jeff, uh, the street street department ramping up for leaf collection and stuff like that getting all his stuff in gear you know their their task i think through the fall months is is monumental because uh -huh. if you think about have, having to go every street in this town and pick up all the leaves at least twice uh, that's a huge task and uh, they do a great job at, at what they do and we appreciate that out of them okay got a couple minutes left anything else you'd like to talk about no, I'd like to see some attendance at, at council meetings. You know, it's kind of falling off. It, 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 it's kind of bad to look out there and not see anybody in the. Well, I, don't you think, though, that COVID kind of hurt us a little it bit? Did. It did. It did. We, we used to have a, a kind of a core group that came and got involved. And, uh, um, you know, we, we have that public comment section, and we thought it would be more to utilize. Uh, but uh, it, it's not really getting utilized just because not many people are coming. Um, but we want you there. And, you know, come out and see what, see what we do. See how government works. It works. And it works fast. Well, I don't know about <laughs> that. But it, it does work. We're working yeah. constantly. <laughs> I set him up. He it. He I'm not falling for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, appreciate you coming in. Always uh, fun. I mean, 
you know, you guys are doing great, great stuff. And uh, one more thing I do want to get out is vote. We got voting coming right. up here in a few weeks. Get out and vote. Yes. Educate yourself on who you're voting for. Pick a name, go in, and pull a button. It's not hard to do. I don't care who it's for, but if you're not voting, I sure don't want to see you on Facebook complaining about us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you can vote and complain about me all you want, but you gotta, you got to vote. you got to go out and do your part. And for my good friend Jamie Neal, always shop local. Definitely. All right. Yeah. Brian, good seeing you. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks, Ed. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning, Chad, coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOB Vincennes, and 97.3 FM in Washington. Colton White from the YMCA Vincennes, our guest this segment. Good morning. Morning. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Doing good. Would you say fall is in the air now? (laughs) I would say it's in the air. I got my long sleeves on, so I'd say it's here. Me too. So anyway, all right. First thing we want to talk about, I think people will know that right now you have an interim um ceo and popper host settler who's of course a former he's who came back to kind of kind yep. of bridge the gap till we found somebody but right now if you're interested now's the time to apply for the job yep uh like you said you know bumper's been our interim ceo for i think a little over a month now mm-hmm. time's time's flying so <laughs> it gets away from me but uh right. no but we love having bumper and uh the process for hiring a new ceo is underway um, you can apply on the, there's a link that we put on our social media and our website that you can go to and click. Um, it'll take you to the YUSA where you can apply it there. And that's where the applications will go. But the deadline I believe will be October 25th for those, uh, resumes and applications. So make sure if you know, you're interested and you want to put it in, make sure you go to that link and apply there and, uh, get in on time. The thing is you want to, um, get um get them in and you want probably to have somebody in by the first of the year is that what the the goal is yes yeah the deadline for the ceo position will like the applications will be at the end of october october 25th and then they'll do their interviews you know throughout november and then i think we're wanting to get somebody in right at the beginning of the the new year so so we're looking forward to that and uh you know for the new changes to come Right. Sounds fun. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, it's a great place to work. It is. I mean, it it's is. just, you know, and like it's a big thank you. Well, Bumper's still going to be around for for a couple of oh, months. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's it's that transition time. So. Yeah. And, and uh, then, I mean, then a new CEO will probably learn from Bumper, at least get an idea of what they do. Yeah, so. it will kind of maybe guide them a little bit and right. you know, show them the ropes a little. But Okay. Uh, but the, also, you know, like you said, it's a great place to work. We actually have three other positions that are opening. Uh, one, I think it might be a newer position, but it's the evening and weekend building supervisor. Just for the evenings, we don't have a, you know many directors there. So we'd like somebody to be over over everybody in there to supervise a little bit. Um, and it'll be a part-time position, you know, a couple times throughout the week and then the weekend mm-hmm. on, a, on a Saturday maybe. But uh, we have that position open. 
Um, we also have our youth sports and activity director to kind of oversee the sports and get some new. Uh, so I'd leave on that one or. Yeah, uh, do what? Did somebody leave for that? Or did yeah, we had uh, Jeremy Lucas, oh, who was our right. he was our sports coordinator, but he uh, he joined the army again. Oh, good so man. yeah, yep. He's uh, I think he's out in I think around California now. Okay. So you know we were obviously proud of him for oh, doing sure, that. Sure, absolutely. Like couldn't couldn't be mad at him. Uh, obviously, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, he was he was there before, so he uh, he reenlisted and got got a. Hmm got put there so okay so we have that position open and that will also be a part-time just kind of in charge of the sports and you know all the activities for after school care uh we'll have those those two part-times and then we also are hiring for a child watch attendant okay and that'll be the mornings and then in the not evenings but early evenings do you apply at the y then yes and you can apply all those you can apply at the y you can come in put application in and also, you can go on the website, and uh, you can print off the application, but you still have to bring it in okay. to, and give it to us. Okay. So what's going on in the Y these days? Well, we have our, our next big event we have is our strutting our stuffing. And that will be our 5K, and that will be in November. It'll be November 18th. Um, it will be the 5K run, and then it'll also following will be the family fun run. That, that they've done before. Um, I know years past they've, they've had it. I don't think they did it last year. I think they may have did it the year before, mm-hmm. but we're, we're bringing it back and we're doing the 5K, and that race will start at nine o'clock on uh, that Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and uh, I think a new thing we're doing is it's 20 bucks for the entry fee, but if you bring in five canned goods, it'll take five bucks off the price, and we'll also be donating those to St. Vincent de Paul mm-hmm. here. So it's kind of a you know good little donation you can do, and then also you know have your 5K run and your family fun run too. You know what? It's a uh, it's time of year where I know maybe a lot of the events kind of calm down a little bit because of weather changing. This is where most of the action now happens inside the Y. Yeah, I mean now now people I know who have walked outside for the summer and stuff get a little chilly out there. <laughs> time to move the old carcass inside. Oh, yeah, and. and this is a time to take advantage of what you have to offer there. Oh yeah, most certainly. Um, we you know we notice uh, up in our our uh, memberships and the people coming through the doors. Certainly, when it starts to get cooler, um, but yeah, we're we're excited to excited to have them back, especially if they're there for the summer. You know, they might not come in as much, but um, you know, it's it's a great place to be, especially in the winter. Sure, sure, okay, sure. All right, uh, what else is going on? Uh, we just put out our last week we put out the flyer for the adult co-ed volleyball that they've had i, I, I think every year yeah i see some i've seen some uh facebook action on that yeah <laughs> trying uh, to recruit some players yeah <laughs> you'll see it in the comments a little bit on the, the hey you want in <laughs> but that yeah. will that'll be coming up uh, on november 2nd uh, make sure you're registered if you want to be in it by October 27th. <laughs> okay. So come in and have a, we have the application, or not the application, but the, the registration sheet there for you. You'll put your team members, and then you'll pay also whenever you, you turn it in. And the pay will be, it's 350 per team, but you can have up to 10 people. Mm-hmm. So if you get 10 people, it cuts it to, what, 30-something bucks, maybe mm-hmm. 35. But, which isn't bad at all, because I think it's a five-week session. And they play it on Thursdays, and then at the end you'll have a tournament too. So, I'm sure people have done it in the past, so they know they know how it goes and, yeah. and all that stuff. So, you know, we're we're excited to get the uh, these events coming up and 
get them back in. There are some teams that are loaded, folks. I've seen some of the people who are on the teams. I'm not about to talk about the guys. I'm talking about the girls. Oh, the girls. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's because, you know, the girls' volleyball is big around here. And, and oh, yeah. it's just, yeah, you know, the guys go up there and swing because they're tall or whatever. It's the girls that win those leagues. <laughs> oh, it is. You get some good girls. <laughs> yeah. There. But it's fun. And I like what you guys do with that. That's neat. You know, five weeks is about all you need. Yeah. But uh, good, good. That's a yep. okay. That's an event coming up. So that'll, uh, okay. that'll lead us up to you know de- December and the the holidays. So it'll be perfect, the perfectly event. Youth basketball has that registration hasn't started yet. That has it? not started yet. Um, I believe it'll be Novemberish. We'll start start registering and getting them signed up. Um, I'm sure Bill Bill will be on top of that and telling me to get it out there pretty soon. So you know, be on the lookout for that as well because. It's right around the corner. Yeah, it is. And it's uh, every year what's neat is you get a new group of kids coming in first time. You know, mm-hmm. so it, that grows yeah. from that point on. Grows to the bottom, you know, and then you li- you lose some kids at the top. But those young ones keep coming in. They do. They do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I experienced it for the first time last year, how many people and kids there are. And tons. See, seating is uh, a lot of people sitting up against the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forget how many different teams we had throughout all the age groups. Oh. I think it was... It's thirty something. Oh, it's it's you know I just remember when that's that's impressive. So. I mean, I'm going back twenty some years. My kids, I mean, it was it was packed then. Yeah, and you've got a bigger parking lot now, and it's still packed. <laughs> you know, I always tell people you got to go work out the why. Make sure when it's youth basketball, you got the perfect time because yep. there's a time where the first wave is leaving and the second wave is going in. You got to time it right. Get in there <laughs> early, get in there in between or yeah, after. <laughs> right. But it is such a pleasant problem, but it's, it's so good. Yep. It's so much fun. Yep. You know, I like the co-ed aspect. Number two is I like the, you know, the young kids don't really they don't care about yeah. score and stuff, but uh, it's fun. It is. It, it, it is. is. And a big shout out to the parents and the coaches because, man, those coaches, they know what they're getting into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, good stuff, good stuff. All right, uh, classes at the Y. I mean, uh, I'm sure they're starting to fill up. Yeah. Um, of course, we still have our group exercise classes. Um, those have been pretty busy. Usually in the mornings, they're busier throughout mm-hmm. the week. Um, but, yeah, we still have them all. We got about eight or nine different exercise classes we have. Of course, we got the Rock Steady for the Parkinson's. Um, we got silver sneaker program we have, so we got it all. That's for sure. Wow, <laughs> that's it's, for sure. Yeah, that sounds that sounds fun. All right, uh, anything else going on? Um, <clears throat> excuse me, with the the building hours changed. Oh yeah, I saw that. The, <clears throat> pardon me, but um, it's just a difference in the Fridays. Fridays will close earlier, and then uh, Saturdays and Sundays as well. Okay, so, all right. That, that's posted everywhere. In the building and our website too. but but see you that's the building now you can still work out you can the, okay you know what you gotta have you gotta have that key fob yeah there you the go 24 7 access key fob that allows you into the uh the gym and the cardio room wait a minute it allows you in the gym also the uh the gym itself the workout gym oh workout not gym. the no 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 okay. not, not the basketball gym oh no oh, i see what you mean okay yep yep the gym and cardio room okay um but yeah it's, it's a great deal i think it's an extra 10 bucks so you get yeah, to keep that's on. one time pay. It's not one a, time pay. It's not a reoccurring. You just get it, and I've seen several. They're starting to get it because 
it's wintertime getting cold and they come in oh absolutely yeah. i think it's it's terrific it's a great buy yeah i mean it's a great time to do it mm-hmm. and it's i've seen that more places more gyms around they're starting to do more 24 7 access just and it keeps track of who's who's coming in who's not and uh-huh. you know it's it's a great right great access now, to have. one thing is though that and i and i meant to ask you let's say you have a couple can you just use one key and both of you get in, or, or how does that work? You know, I haven't asked Bill, but I'm assuming we want both to have it. I, okay. Like, right. Especially because it depends on if you both have the membership or not, or if you have the family membership. Right. I'd say if you both had just one key, then, you know, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it, I know. I mean, it's, it's an honor thing, you know. Yeah. Just, but we want just, you to take advantage of it and work out. Right. Right. You know, if you have a family and you have, you know, three people coming in with you, just swipe it, swipe it once and come in, you know. Yeah. But, no, it's not a big, not, not a big deal. Yeah. How's after school going? I never really asked you about that. Those are those little services that always slip my mind, but, I mean, I'm sure it's busy. Oh, yeah, it, it is. Uh, you know, we're starting to get chillier, so they're starting to come inside and be more active. <laughs> but um, it's about that. They come in about the time I'm usually leaving, so I... <laughs> I'll see him out there playing or doing whatever, and I'll just give him a big wave. <laughs> I see you guys. Yeah. So they've, they've done all kinds of sports activities. They've done the football, kickball. They just ran around. <laughs> You're leaving at the time. <laughs> I'm leaving. All right. They're here. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's all right. No, no, no. They're, they're, I'm sure they're, they're great. I mean, it's just it's a great service. Great, great service. Yeah, it all is. Right. All right. Uh, well, if I has any questions, what we talked about. Yeah, you'll find it all on our uh, our website or social media page. Um, all the links and stuff you need to need to know is on there. And of course, if you have any questions, just give us a call at 812-895-9622, and we'll answer any question you have. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you, Colton, you came in with the humor today, buddy. <laughs> I did. I did. And all I right. came in with a bunch of stuff. So. All right. And again, get the, if you're interested in a CEO position, on a serious yeah. note, get that in. Yep, get that in by October 25th. And uh, if you're looking for the link, it'll be on the, our Facebook page or our website. All right. Just All go right. there. Sounds good. Hey, thank you for stopping by. See you in a couple weeks. Hey, thank you for having me. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat is coming up on WAOV.